0: We're continuing our draft coverage, and today we're covering the Orlando Magic, specifically the number 6 and number 11 overall picks in the 2023 draft. We're going to break down the prospects that could be on their radar and more right after this. Welcome to the number one place for your daily basketball news and analysis, NBA Central. All right, basketball fans. Welcome to another episode of NBA Central holding it down for the team here. I'm Hayes. You can follow me at C E O Hayes, that's C E O H A I Z E. And let me be clear. I want to clear some things up. As we've been going through these, I know that th- these lists are draft prospects that I think should be on their radar. It's not necessarily the extent of it. Uh, every team should have a draft board that's at least 10 to 15 players deep, just in case. But I go over kind of the more likely scenarios for each team according to kind of looking at mock drafts that are around, looking at kind of the news and information that's come out about what that team could be also looking for in the draft. That's kind of how I build my draft board. So, again, if you come in, you're a fan of the team, please do not hesitate to mention any other prospects that you think could be on the list of your favorite team. So I just wanted to get that out there. Today we're covering the Orlando Magic, who have the number 6 and number 11 pick, and they sit in in a great position to maybe trade one of those picks. Uh, we don't we don't really cover that too much here, except for the Portland case. That's the main one that I covered the trade scenarios on, just because it's so kind of evident that they're going to be looking to shop that tri- that that pick. But with the Orlando Magic having number six and number eleven, I would not be surprised if the Magic do listen to offers on one of those uh one, one of those picks. But they could very well take both of them, add to that young core, and keep it pushing. But we're going to go ahead and start off with number six here. The first prospect that I have on the list. Is one that a lot of mocks have the Orlando Magic going to, and that is Anthony Black. Anthony Black, 6'7, 185 pounds out of Arkansas, a bouncy power forward. He has a high skill level. He he is a very skilled player, solid athlete, big frame as well. Shapes up to be a pretty good ball handler and passer at the next level. And he could run an offense and be a point forward on the next level as well, depending on where you put him at on the wing, point guard, small forward. He's one of those players that, depending on how his frame fills out over time, you can see him playing at the wing or playing point guard, and that is kind of why I like him here for the Orlando Magic. The Magic, who have tons of point guards on their roster, right? But Gary Harris, their starting uh, shooting guard, you want to start looking at possible replacements there, and players that can step up, fit the timeline as well for the Orlando Magic. I really like Anthony Black here for them as well. Um, solid uh, uh, jump shot as well. He has a beautiful jumper overall. Like the shot looks beautiful. So with those mechanics, you can see him turning into a three point shooter. He's not been a volume three point shooter yet at the NBA. Le- I mean, at the collegiate level. But you know, you never you never know what could you know what a player could turn out for. The mechanics though are there. And so while he tends to be a pass first player, do not overlook the potential of his offense to grow as well. Especially if you play in a more high tempo. uh uh, type game he's like i said extremely good athlete he moves around on the court makes it look beautiful he makes decisions knows how to use the body control very well uh, also and he has a with his big frame he knows how to use the skill set that he does have to that we don't know if he'll ever be a volume three-point shooter but again there's enough enough mechanic proper mechanics with that jumper there that you could possibly see him turn into a, a, a nice knockdown three-point shooter, but again, not ever a high volume three-point shooter unless, you know, you never know what potential. He could eventually turn into that, but you eventually want to see him be able to take the wide-open threes consistently and confidently. That corner three, if he could turn that into a weapon for him as well. Now, while he is a smooth and he, uh, athlete that understands uh, Noah's body, he's not an explosive athlete, right? He He's not, uh, you know, not super quick, but he is fast if that makes a decision. He could take Uh, players off the dribble but he doesn't always create the best separation at times like that and he's not a natural scorer he has some scoring ability and as he polishes off that point of his game you can see him maybe turn up more into a half court scorer but again right now in the half court he doesn't really do a lot as far as setting up offense for himself so that's what you want to look at that he struggles as a shooter he's uh uh, 30 uh percent field goal percentage so far on 2.8 attempts per game so you want to see that kind of correct itself while the jump shot looks really good he doesn't really get a nice elevation on it yet so again that's some of the mechanics that you can kind of work with him as well on the weaknesses of his game to get him to be a better shooter overall but I, I think when I look at, at Black I think that he's one of those players that as he starts building confidence at the NBA level do not be su- surprised if he starts scratching that scoring, scoring potential a little bit more Next up as, a, as uh, a pick at that number uh, six position for the Orlando Magic, we have Drace Walker coming up. He's going to be here for the next couple of ones because it's kind of hard to gauge where he's going to go. He can either go um, more towards like like in that top eight area or he can fall and maybe go as low as 12th depending on some mocks. But again, big forward as well, super strong with it at big, sh- big shoulders, huge frame, he's 6'8 with a 7'2 wingspan. The guy can come in, he has vertical explosion on that. Uh, he fits the mode of a modern-day four-slash-small-ball five as well. He's versatile. He can do, he can guard multiple positions on the floor. And, you know, he's a solid rim protector as well. And that part of his game can grow as he goes forward as well. He knows how to use his wingspan to get that get those sh- those uh, shots blocked in that area. So, again, he doesn't do a lot of of ball handling. But, again, you're not necessarily expecting that for him. Uh, his biggest growth and improvement is going to be on that offensive side of the ball but at least he's coming in he has a he has a skill set um quick agile as well uh, he can overpower any kind of smaller defenders on him if he gets those so those smaller uh, kind of forwards if they get on him he's going to be able to really use his um his size against them and you know he finishes through contact decently decently um so wh- and while he's versatile on the defensive side of the ball that lack of lateral quickness can really come and hurt him more out on the perimeter um, because he can be a little stiff in those areas. But again, I like durace Ger- Walker's talent level overall. There's going to be some things that you need to work out of his game, but he at least comes in with a very solid frame and things that he can do already. Next one up at number six is Asar or Asur. I, I always pronounce his name, but the other Thompson 2. And this is my first time talking about him. I think when you can look at him and the skills that he has that he possesses that he can fit onto the perimeter of most teams and again because shooting guard may be his initial position uh I think the Orlando Magic can have yeah they have a heavy guard rotation but they can use him he's an ex- he is an explosive athlete all the physical tools are there for him right the lateral quickness the dynamic speed everything is there for him he has an extra gear as well getting out in transition now there've been some calls for concerns and doubts around the Thompson Twins uh just because of they played uh, of the league that they played in but What I'll say with that, I'm not too worried about it. Again, this is all based off potential anyway. He has an amazingly quick first step. If if he gets out in the open court, just watch out for him. His ability to run the floor, jump out the gym, and be a good finisher on alley-oops, this guy, if you get him on a fast-paced team that gets out in transition, that plays solid defense and gets out in transition, it's going to be dangerous for him. His defensive potential on top of that, using his size and his length, this is a guy who, Can shape up to, like I said, can play next to a lot of different. He adds a lot of versatility in how you can build out the rest of your roster as well. Um, He just in midair on some of those finishes as well. So those are really, like, he, and he he has found a way to also be effective with not always having plays drawn up for him, which is a huge asset when you're coming and kind of gaining your, your notice and your footing in the NBA. You're not going to get plays called for you more times than not. And if that's the case, he's going to be able to still find a way to impact the game. He's a hugely unselfish player. Him and his brother both are, maybe even sometimes to a fault at times, and he shows good timing and feel as a passer as well. Now, some of his weaknesses. That athleticism that he has, sometimes he relies too much on that athleticism. So that skill part of his game is going to be something that a coach is going to have to make sure that they coach him up on, right? Uh, He's not a natural scorer by any stretch of the imagination, and he's going to have to learn how to get a little bit more creative with his offense if he's going to score at the next level consistency. And that jump shot, It needs to be a work in progress. He can work on on getting that that release a little bit quicker as well. He only shot 65% from free throw range as well. And with his athleticism and his ability to get out in the open court, you expect him to be able to get to the free throw line. So you want him to start hitting those free throws at probably a more consistent clip, get that more up to the 75, between 75 and 80. So work on that part of his game as well. But again, uh, uh, he's a little raw in that area. The half-court offense as well can be a little bit of a struggle for him at times. But again, because he doesn't have a lot of plays called for him, maybe that's a part of a game that, that can grow and develop for him as well. Overall, those are the players that I like at number six for their Orlando Magic. Next up, though, is number 11. And this is a pick that maybe they can look to move. But um, but the the first player up is gonna one that I'm going to talk about is out of France, 6'7", 200-pound, small forward, Blau Colib- 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 I Listen, I know I'm m- terribly mispronouncing his name. But again, hugely athletic wing. Great size, excellent length, wingspan that measured at 7'3". Uh, he had a late growth spurt going from 5'11 to 6'6", right, uh, and without losing any of his mobility. So he has those guard skills, and that's something that's going to uh, allow him to really play pretty well. He's a smooth athlete. Uh, he has a good feel for the game. Uh, his leaping ability off one or both feet is elite, so he, he can do that. He likes to play above the rim, using him in pick and rolls, pick and pops. Um, using him also in transition is going to be nice. Uh, so th- th- that's really, he gets he gets up. He gets up. And that's one of the things with him. He is a monster in transition. And if you're going to play that t- that style of basketball, you can do a lot worse than him. I really like his skill set. I really like what he can bring to this Orlando Magic team as well. That explosive first step, the raw athleticism is all going to be great for him. But on the weaknesses side, he needs to bulk up. He's going to have to really bulk up to learn to play with the bigger wings and Fords at that next level, while he does have a natural feel for the game as well, he's not a finished product at all. And so this may be somebody that you see in the G League, no matter where he's drafted by the Magic or any other team, since he is so raw, he's probably going to spend a lot of time down in the G League that first year. But again, I don't necessarily look at that as a negative for what you're going to get at and what that ceiling is for him. He can be extremely passive on offense at times as well if it's not out in transition. And the half-court offense seems to be a little bit too much for him at times. So, again, uh, so it is. And and the shot release on him on pull-ups and things like that needs a lot of work as well. So, if you're going to go high upside and maybe not a player who's going to, you're not expecting to go right into the rotation right away at number 11, he can absolutely be a pick there. Next one up, though, Grady Dick. I can't believe, listen, we're talking about Dick on the show. (laughs) But Grady Dick. Um, when you look at him, 6'8", 205-pound shooting guard, he has great size at that wing position, and he has a nice frame. He's probably going to put on a, a, a few pounds of weight over time as well. The athleticism is cool, right? Not the not the jump-out-the-gym athleticism that you see from from some of these more modern-day uh, uh, guards, but again, he has enough of that athleticism as you're going to see in this highlights, where he can make the ex- explosive play from time to time. As he gets stronger, he's going to get even better in that, but his, the special thing about about Grady is going to be that corner three. He can step into the NBA and be a corner three specialist right away. Right away. A knockdown shooter from three-point range, basically. 42% on, on three-point uh, attempts with five attempts per game. That's solidly, right? And, you know, he, his release, he gets it off quick. He understands how to create space on that as well. He knows how to rise up and get enough air on that jumper as well that compared paired with the athleticism and the ball handling that he can do and some of that playmaking again he's a smart uh, basketball player what he lacks in sometimes athleticism he more than makes up for with his intelligent and basketball IQ as well doesn't waste a single step on the floor everything that he does because he isn't the biggest the best athlete he understands how to do that if you need a floor spacer as well as a player that can get out in transition and finish around the rim that's going to be it not like i said not the biggest athlete he's not going to be a world-class athlete in the nba at all that that lack of strength at times can get to him as well but again if he can add to his body you're going to see that some of the quicker players on the defensive side of the ball when he's defending them they're going to eat grady dick up whoa that's a pause moment but they they could potentially kill grady dick on that side of the ball so that's something that you want to look out for right and so he's relying on, on on that on that iq and sometimes that that can that can get him off in some areas but Overall, Grady Dick as a prospect, there are some mocks that have him projected to go in that top ten. But if he's there at number eleven for the Orlando Magic and they go more big in that first pick, I can see them picking up Grady Dick and and enjoying join Dick. Wow, that's that. That is really tough to give uh, analysis on a player like his last name is Dick. But they can give, um, uh, you know, get, they can really bring him in have a, have a nice role for him. And I think Grady Dick is going to turn into a pretty nice prospect. I don't think he's going to be like any world beater or anything, but Somebody who can come in, be, be play in transition for you off the bench, hit some corner threes, become a corner three specialist and a three point shooter overall from around the the field. Grady Dick has a has a nice uh, a nice ceiling ahead of him. So let me know what you guys think of these prospects. Make sure you're also following the show at NBA Central Pod. Make sure you hit that subscribe and like button as well. We're dropping these every day during the week. Daily content here at NBA Central. We drop mul- multiple times today because we have the morning show, and then I usually drop this in the afternoon. We'll also be here for live post-game shows after the NBA Finals, so be tuned in for that as well. But that's my time for today. Follow the show at NBA Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, NBA Central Show at gmail.com. And then if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything NBA-related. And I'm out here. I'll see you guys the next time I feel like making a video. prior tomorrow. Peace, y'all. <laughs>